Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find a full list of our broadcasts from all across the technology spectrum, our social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso fast, hot, and intense. And hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman. Welcome to an evening, late evening edition of Technology Expresso. This is a kickoff edition of a very important topic that's near and dear to my heart, near and dear to David as well. And it has to do with helping people understand the hot opportunities, the hot jobs in the IT technology uh, career space. And I want to emphasize that not all technology jobs are high-tech, not all technology jobs require coding, not all technology jobs even require four-year degrees. So basically just going to try to knock down some of the misunderstandings around IT, information technology, because there are some great opportunities out there, and I think some of the misinformation is holding back hordes of people who could be in the IT technology field, um, could be having rewarding careers, could have well-paying job opportunities that are going unfulfilled because people have perceptions. And I just want to open up everyone's eyes to all the different opportunities that there are out there around technology. So, First of all, I'd like to welcome those who join us, join us live on tonight's episode, and or to those who listen to the archive edition of the show. Again, this is a kickoff, and by that what I mean is that there's going to be more in this series, uh, more conversations, and we'd like to engage our audience, as always, so you can send us emails with your questions or your situation, and we'll be happy to respond to that. Um, and or also we're going to be having some live webinars to go along with this series. So listen and stay in touch and stay connected related to that. And, again, the way to stay connected with us is, again, by reaching out to us via email. That email address is technologyexpresso.com. Again, it's technologyexpresso.com at gmail.com, and one of the things I want to emphasize is that that's spelled technology, E, in the expresso part is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O, at gmail.com. So technology, we know how to spell that. The second part, expresso, is spelled with E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. So let me go ahead and get started on this, this topic and start walking you through some of the context of why 
I wanted to launch this series um, along with the, the webinar series that's going to go along with it. Um, and on a local level, for those who are in the Atlanta area like we are, we're actually on May 24th going to have a live seminar, a live seminar to help people to start looking at how they can pursue, whether it's high-tech or low-tech, careers in the information technology industry, in the digital industry, and without necessarily having a four-year degree in or using the four-year degree that you have that might be in another area or area field of study, how to use that and how to leverage that to get into IT. So there's just a whole lot of different options out there, and that's what we hope to open your eyes to. Now, let me take some people back, and for some this might be a refresher, but if you've been following along with Technology Expresso, we're all about the digital information highway, helping people fast track, helping them find their opportunities, whether it's a job, career, or even a business opportunity. And I think the topics that we're going to talk about tonight apply to you whatever your end goal is. But there's a journey to getting there. And for some people, it's just figuring out how do I get access to this opportunity? Where's my on-ramp? Which method, which approach should I use to get onto this digital information highway and opportunity of jobs and, and business? Now, one of the things, if you're not uh, familiar with why the conversation is all about technology. Let me just first start with a quote. 80% of all jobs, again, 80% of all jobs and 98% of all college degrees require capabilities or proficiency in computers and the Internet. So, again, 80% of jobs and 98% of college degrees. So you, whether you're a college student or if you're already a professional in the workforce, either you probably should be aware of that this this is the trend now, and this trend isn't slowing up by any stretch of the imagination. As a matter of fact, the irony is is that with this whole digital age, this digital revolution, so to speak, that information is coming at us faster. With more information, we're able to make decisions faster. We're able to build things faster. Everything is just faster and faster. So on the one hand, you, this is a great thing that productivity is at an all-time high. But at the same time, technology is actually outpacing our ability to, to find, get the people with the right skills. So it's creating the skills gap that you probably have heard about. Um, and if not, then you need to put your listeners out there on social media because it, it's everywhere. Everyone is talking about the gap and the skills between where we are today and where in the next five to ten years the job market is going to demand of resources. So if everyone is still lagging behind and doesn't have the, the right skills, all of this technology that we have, not only that we have today, but the capability to build, to make our lives 
better and faster and more productive and to help us be healthy and live longer. All this technology, we're not going to have the resources to build or maintain it. So that's a little bit scary. Now, if we don't do it, and when I say we, I'm talking about here in the United States, if we don't have the resource pool for for it and aren't taking the skill gap seriously, I can tell you other countries are. And where the U.S. is usually the first, the strongest, the biggest, the baddest, we're going to lose our footing simply because we don't have the skills and we're going to be dependent on other countries and their workforces. So their workforces are going to grow. Their workforces are going to make the money off of us because we now have a dependency on them. So this is kind of laying the groundwork about the digital revolution and the um, scare that's going on right now and, and the, the chatter that's going on about this skill gap. And the, the second part of the conversation that you'll also hear is it's not just about the skill gap, but there's a gender and diversity gap among these fields in IT and IT technology. Um, and, and, and let me make it personal to you because you, you might be saying, well, so what, five, ten years, we might have a skills gap, I hear you. you know. But let me make it plain. We're basically leaving money on the table. There are jobs, job opportunities, and to make it even more relevant, the jobs that I'm going to be talking about tonight, the jobs that I have listed in front of me that I'm going to share with you, every one of them, on average, the salary is $100,000 or more. $100,000 or more. None of the on my list that I even pull uh, was under $100,000. Now, this is for about two years, uh, two to, to four years of experience on the job. But just imagine two years from now, you're making $100,000, and, and that will be what you're making for the duration of your career at a minimum, at a minimum. That's the starting point. Um, and it just all is, in my opinion, and I've been doing this for, i say it, 30 years, um, it just has to do with your, your passion. Whatever your pa- – if, if you find your passion um, in IT – and you put your energy into it, then success, uh, you know, the sky is the limit. Uh, $100,000 is pocket change for some of these successful entrepreneurs and uh, as well as the different people, even in corporate America. So six figures is the norm. And, again, when there's this huge skills gap and if you have the right set of credentials and uh, expertise, then, again, you can name your own price. So that's the, the groundwork that I want to lay. That's the seat that I want to lay. And a lot of people get that. And, and, and let me pause here just to give you a quick quote. As far as the opportunities that I'm talking about, I'm not, a, you know, this silver-tongued person just trying to sell you uh, some get-rich-quick scheme. Not at all. Not at all. It's about investing. It's about finding your passion. It's about doing the work, but then reaping the benefits, too. And the the real key to it, the real secret that, that I'm sharing with you is it's all about knowing about that the opportunities exist, knowing how to make sure that you're positioned to take advantage of the opportunities. So 
the quote that I was going to share with you is that excuses will always be there for you. Excuses will always be there for you. Opportunity won't. So that's why I'm probably super excited but also anxious for so many people that I think are missing out on this opportunity. I've done my 30 years, and I'm just trying to pass the word on what I've learned, what I know, what I've understand to be true, and what has worked, and I've seen work, not just for myself, but what I've seen other people step into. Because I'll be honest with you, I have a four-year degree in computer science. Now this, again, 30 years ago, that was the thing to do. That's how um, I got my toe in the door. But I want to be honest with young people, and I know parents may not want me to share this information, but in today's world, it doesn't necessarily take a four-year degree, but it does. What I will say is it does take a level of professionalism, of being polished, and I dare say that you've got to be passionate about it. I wouldn't advise anyone to go into IT for the money. Even though I've I've talked about the money, i talked about the $100,000 and so on and so forth, don't just go into it for the money because if the if you don't, find the right niche for you, if you don't find your passion, then you, first of all, won't be able to fully apply yourself, and then you won't be able to move to the next level and the next level and really take advantage. Now, here's the thing that I will say. It's impossible not to find IT, and by that I mean technology, in whatever career field that you're passionate about. Technology is in everything. So what you have to do is connect the dots and follow whatever that is that you're interested in. So if it's music, if it's sports, if it's fashion, whatever it is, you have to connect the dots and find the computer science in that area. You've got to find the technology, the information technology, because all of these fields now today Use some form of technology. So, you know, again, I'm talking to those out there who, whether you are in high school and exploring what your options are, whether you're in college but you just got this feeling that college isn't for you, or if you finished college with your four-year degree and now you're saying, "What, what do I do with this, or I can't find a job. Um, many young people, they have degrees. Maybe it's just in business administration. Well, what am I going to do with that? All of this this conversation, all of this whole series that I'm setting up is to help you connect the dots. And then at the same time, there are a lot of people who are in current jobs. Those jobs might be dead end. They might not be – they may be boring. You may just be fed up with the industry or – the people you work with or the people you work for. You're just fed up and you're looking for something new. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, they say most people go through about three major career transitions. So, you know, we welcome those who are trying to reinvent themselves. And along those lines, we also work with those who have been in the military the military for however many years, 10, 20, 25 years, and now you're ready to remake yourself as a civilian. So 
this is what this series is all about. It's 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 here for all of those uh, people coming from and with those different needs. Um, our whole thing is is we want to expose you to what's available and then also give you some tools, some approaches, some action items to get yourself on the right track to find the on-ramp to this digital information revolution career opportunities. So without further ado, let me talk about what what am I talking about when I talk about the both high-tech, low-tech, and you know, non-technical roles within IT. Let me first tackle that um, misunderstanding or misinformation. I think immediately when people think about IT careers, they think of someone sitting in their cubicle for 8 to 10 hours just coding, and whatever this coding is, even if people are not even sure what code is. And, and I'll say, coding is a language, like you learn foreign language, like you learn Spanish or French. It's a language, but it's a computer language. So it has certain syntax and uh, certain rules and guidelines that you have to use in order for that language to be recognized by the computer. So when you hear people talking about languages or coding, they're coding in one of these computer languages. So by far, yes, the, the coders are a significant part of taking the hardware as we know it, this empty shell that could not compute, has no intelligence, um, could not do anything on its own, couldn't even display what you see on your screen uh, without somebody writing the code behind it. So every button you hit, Every reaction you see on the screen, um, every time you click, every time you, you know, mouse over something, all of that has to be coded. Now, that said, let's step back. The thing about IT is that it takes a team and a big team. So whether it's the game that, that your kid is playing or whether, you know, it's Candy Crush on your phone or it's Facebook that you're looking at, stop and think about it. There is a team that has to, first of all, come up with the concept. They have to design it. They have to test it. There's the marketing aspect of it. There's the sales. So important is on, on the different applications. You've got to have the content for it. You've got to have the people who test it once it's built. You have to have the help desk that supports it and answers calls. You have to have business development that's looking for the next generation. You have product management. You have um, data. Data is so important to computers. I talked about content, the same with data. When you're doing search and sort, these are all data points, and so there's a whole science uh, around data analysis. Um, you have to help the computer understand the flow of things. That's process, process analysis. Um, when people create these different software packages, other people have to be trained. So there's training elements of it. There's, there's staff that has to go out and train people on these different computer programs. 
and then there's the finance and contract management and vendor management um, when you're dealing with different software vendors. Uh, there's research, forensic uh, that you'll hear. You know, computers are being brought into the courtroom. Um, this, this whole group of people that I'm talking about uh, that make up this team, well, there are specialty human resource uh, professionals that deal with recruiting IT professionals because of that. There is the accounting. There's the legal side of the computer, what can and can't be done, and people being sued over that. Um, military, protective agencies, security is so important because now we know so much personal information is going back and forth on the computer. So all of this, purchasing, procurement, all these things that I'm naming have are related now to IT. People have to understand that the tides changed probably about 15 years ago where IT isn't just a matter of just being a support to the business. It became everybody's business. It became a part of the strategy. I have worked in and dealt with clients that if they don't get their IT house in order, it's going to close their business down. It doesn't matter that they have a product that they've had for the last, as a matter of fact, you know, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. It doesn't matter if your IT present isn't on point, if you're not using um, the digital and the software and the whole social media infrastructure to your advantage. No one's going to know that you're around and you're going to lose your relevancy. So, all of that is now digital, your digital presence. So this is something that is so important. And I, in my role, I'm a business analyst. So I, can, I speak to these things because I know businesses that are losing their footing because they're looking at business separately than they're looking at IT, whereas a strategic business analyst will tell you, the two have to go hand in hand. And I say the same for those in their career, too. Your career, whatever you want to go into, and technology, they cannot be separated. You need to go and, and find a way to merge the two. So let's start off by saying you can't be intimidated by technology. You need to embrace it. You need to find out how to incorporate it sooner versus later. So that's the that's the first point. So for those of you, again, I, I just rattled off a, a, a list of different fields, and I, I want to give you homework. I want you to test out what I've just shared with you. Go out to the job boards, Monster Job, and search on some of those different areas that I talked about and see how many hits you get on certain keywords. And, and that that's kind of the the, the first step when it comes to becoming what I call digitally literate, is that knowing the keywords, there's a whole vocabulary in IT. And so you don't even know what to search and sort on if you don't know what those keywords are. If you're interested in the list that I just rattled off and you weren't able to write it down fast enough, again, send me an email at technologyexpresso at gmail.com and I will send you the slides that go with uh, the material that I'm covering tonight. 
Um, these slides will also be on LinkedIn on SlideShare under the Technology Expresso group. And while I'm at it, I'm going to just pause right here and tell you, reach out to us, and again, technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to leave a, a message or have a question um, about the, the program that we're creating to help people find alternative ways to get in IT, you can leave us a message, 855-484-6837. Again, 855-484-6837. Leave us a message. And then also it's so important to stay connected with us. Um, again, since this whole series is about getting in the technology field, um, reach out to us through technology and through the Internet. Uh, we're on Twitter. That's at TechExpresso247. We're on Facebook. We have the Tech Expresso Cafe uh, fan page. You can also find us on Pinterest, Storyfy, all through Tech Expresso. Um, and on WordPress, we have transcripts of our show at the Tech Expresso Cafe. So um, that's just a, a, just wanted to let you know different ways to reach out to us and get in contact with us. If this is of interest to you, maybe you have uh, a particular situation, and give us a call, leave us a message, and we'll do what we can to get back with you and or cover your situation on one of our upcoming broadcasts so others can also learn and uh, benefit from it because others might be going through the same challenge. So, again, I... Let me get back to my next slide. So the, the first slide that I shared with you was, first of all, there are a lot of non-technical roles that support IT. Now, still, the key is is to know the IT lingo. So I'm using the abbreviation IT, information technology. So IT uses a lot of abbreviations. So it's so important for you to learn what those are. I have a list of those. And I'm, again, happy to share those with you. Just some key words that you need to know. These are key words that also you need to know as far as when you're searching for job opportunities. And that's one of the things about our upcoming webinar and professional development boot camp is that we're first going to start by having you search for the job that you're interested in and lock in on something that excites you, then helping you develop yourself and look at ways that you can get those skills, those different skill sets, um, whether you currently have them and or whether you need to go out, you could get it through certification, maybe it's through an internship, maybe it's through an apprenticeship, um, maybe it's through volunteering for organizations and doing the work to learn that skill set. But basically build your skill set up, beef up your resume to reflect the skill set that you've acquired, and then pursue that job that has your interest. So that's our that's in a nutshell what our approach is, but it's much different than what sometimes people feel like going four years um, and then at the end of those four years then starting to look for a job or career and not even sure whether you're going to enjoy it for the long haul. The thing about finding the job first finding that, honing in specifically on a career and then finding out how to 
experience it as quickly as possible so that you know maybe after experiencing it, maybe the light bulb will go off and you'll want to go back and get a four-year degree, and that's that's perfectly fine. We hope to inspire some people in that way. But this is what I know has worked for some people. Um, and, again, I'd rather you get in on the opportunity early um, versus being scared away because of something you heard or some perception that you have. Try it for yourself. And if that particular opportunity doesn't work, then try, try again. You know, at least you haven't invested these four years, and now you're floundering. Now, some may say, look, I, I did invest the four years, um, and now I, I now see that what I went to school for isn't going to, isn't offering me the opportunities I thought or isn't um, exciting me like I thought, so now I'm ready to try something else. That's perfectly fine, too. There's many ways to take your four-year degree in whatever topic and then leverage it to and augment it with just some certifications, maybe some training, or maybe just some different job experiences. Um, And it's all the way, all about how you position yourself um, when you present yourself that you would be able to uh, still, with that four-year degree, find your way into an IT-type position. Um, So, again, there's a lot of different things for us to cover, but let me just reiterate. Number one, we've got to figure out what your target is. You know, find zero in on that area that's your passion. And, again, I mentioned the job boards. They're so important. They're available many forms of fashion on the Internet. Um, and a lot of people might avoid looking at IT jobs because they're thinking, I don't have the, the current the current skill set. Now, I recommend that you're looking for about an 80-20 type of match. If you can match 80% of the required skills, then there's ways to get yourself in front of an interviewer to talk about what you plan, what your plans are as far as your professional development to get that opportunity and then prove yourself once on the job. So don't just think that you have to have 100% of all the skills. It's pretty well known in IT that no one has 100% of the skills that are on a lot of these job opportunities. But let me warn you, the people who are looking for these resources, they're not just going to take someone that is looking for someone else to get them up to speed. You definitely have to prove and be willing to be a self-starter. So some of the, the things that we do in our workshop is one way to find out who's this going to be a self-starter and who's not. And if you're not a self-starter, then this approach isn't for you. You're going to have to be willing to do your research, do your reading, do your homework, um, you know, just do the work. And if you are, that same tenacity that you have to go through the boot camp is a tenacity that's going to get and keep you the job. And you'll have people that through our program are willing to give recommendations because we will see demonstration of your tenacity. 
So it's about defining your target first, doing your research, finding out that, you know, using the 80-20, then doing the research to close that gap for that 20%, to find ways to um, bring up your skill set. And the one thing that I, I will say that, again, this is what's going to separate those who were meant for IT and those aren't. You'll see some recent articles that I've posted about, do you have what it takes? Do you, are you willing to do the work for IT? Because the work that you're going to do to get this job, I'm just going to tell you, is the work that your work ethic you're going to need to keep the job. We all get excited about these $100,000 salaries, these six-figure salaries, um, but I will tell you, even people like Puff Daddy, Jay-Z, Beyonce, they work hard for their money. So it's not going to be any different for you. So that's why it's important to find something you're passionate about, something that is a blend of your passion and IT, because you're going to work at it. You're going to work at it hard. I've worked at mine all 30 years, but it's been something that I enjoy. So even now, as I sit here talking to you, um, uh, you know, about it, you can tell it's something that I'm passionate about. I could be sitting on the couch, you know, just, you know, blank stare at the TV with the remote in my hand, but I enjoy it and I know that it's afforded me a great life and opportunity. So I'm always willing to share it with others and hope it catch on, catches on for others. And when I see others and other success stories, and, and that's one of the things I'm excited about. We're going to have some guests on the show to talk about and to give their testimonies. Then I know that it's worth talking about and sharing with others because there's a lot of people who don't know that this opportunity is there. Okay, so let me recap. Step one, you're going to define your target. Step two, do the research, go on the the boards, uh, find out what skills they're looking for, Apply the 80-20 rule. When you find that one that is for you, then it's time to close the competency gap. Um, So it's doing the work to close the 20%. And, again, you've heard me throw out a few terms, and there will be a lot more details about this, um, both in the slide share as well as in the uh, upcoming webinars and seminars. But some of the ways to close those skills gaps, as I mentioned, are different certifications. It might be apprenticeships. Maybe you do need a two-year junior college. Um, It may be the military. They um, have a lot of technology in the military. Uh, A lot of people, like our very own David Blackman, uh, went in the military, got his skill set, is now using it in the civilian world. Um, At the same time, There are also opportunities to just be a self-starter, starting your own business and using that business for two things. Either it could be to bring you some immediate income, and eventually it may be something that you can stand um, stand up and and not have to work for another person, uh, create jobs instead of necessarily seeking jobs. That's one reason to start your own business. But the other is it's just as a demonstration when, if you're looking for in or employers are looking for you to have experience and no one will cut you a break, 
A lot of young people are starting their own businesses. This is a way to get experience on your resume. So, again, we'll talk a lot more in depth about that in upcoming series. Um, Just picking up books, reading them, um, following them, there are a lot of young people, especially in IT, that have taught themselves, whether it's teaching themselves to code or to configure or to use uh, software packages, um, being self-taught. There are books out there uh, with a little uh, reading, or maybe I should say a lot of reading and burning the midnight oil. Uh, you can figure it out. Again, a lot of IT is solving puzzle pieces. And then last is also networking. Finding, you know, closing the gap through through networking and volunteering. Um, so I, I, I won't dive deep into those, but just have those on your radar and be looking forward to the, the upcoming conversation that we have about those and the guests that we have that are going to talk about uh, how to go down any one of those paths to help close your gaps. And then, you know, if, if as I look at this and I talk about step four, the, the closing of the gap never ends because one thing you need to understand about IT is that there's always something new. There's always something next. So you can't be the type of person that wants to uh, learn one trade one way and want to do it that one way every day for the rest of your life. This is not IT. So, again, IT may not be for everyone, um, and there are other, you know, paths to to go down. I mentioned that uh, in my quote at the beginning, that 80% of jobs require some type of IT. So you you can find that other 20%, whatever it is. But, again, you have to be ready to commit to a life of learning. And if you are saying to yourself, yeah, that's a good thing, then stay on the phone and, and continue to, to hear what else we're going to talk about. But if you're thinking, nope, I just want to do one thing one way every day for the rest of my life, then um, that's understandable and that might be another podcast on another station. But for those who are still with me, let's talk about step five. Um, step five is that if you understand, it's all about the journey. And the thing about IT the, the, that makes the journey fun, and again, like I said, my job, I feel, and my career has been part solving puzzles, problem solving, um, coming up with creative ideas, coming up with doing ways in ways that they've never been done before. So we were always and, and still are always blazing the trail, um, trying something new, and even surprising ourselves with the the result. That is what IT is about. So any notion that IT is mundane and boring and the same thing every day, my finding is the exact opposite. Um, and And let me also make the caveat at this time. A lot of people think and shy away from IT because of the math. And I've heard this over and over, that the math part, and I was a math minor, so ironically, um, 
But what they emphasize is is that the math was really to teach you to think analytically, to think very logically the way a computer needs, again, information and needs to be coded and needs to be designed. So you have to be very logical. Um, and that's what the math is for. But what people are finding is that you can take critical thinking classes. That's a prime example of a class that teaches you to think in a logical uh, and using what we call a critical eye to look at different ways of dissecting things and breaking them down and putting them back together and looking at their individual components um, to find a root problem and then to solve it. This language that I'm using is all about that analytical thinking. This is something that can be taught. As a matter of fact, I teach that uh, through the organization. You often hear me talk about B2T training. You hear Coop and I, we do a series about Ask the Analyst. Um, And this is because we've made a living teaching people to think analytically. And there's no math involved. So, again, there are classes that you can take. There are certifications you can get. Um, So, again, I'm going to give you a lot of tips and tricks and backdoor that some people, for whatever reason, it's not common knowledge, but the people who know it are off and running. You know, the 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 one thing that I also did in, in researching for tonight's episode is looking at some of the top certifications that are out there. And the list that I found, it not only gave the certification, it gave the base salary, the base salary. This isn't even the top end of the salary. But I have over 16 different certifications, and this is an interesting. There's such a range of certifications, you almost can't help but find something that in some way might appeal or pique your interest. Um, but the, the other interesting thing is that some of these certifications have hundreds of thousands of people that have the certifications. Let me give you the, an example Uh, the one that we talk about the most, project management, currently has over 658,000 project management professionals. That's the PMP certifications worldwide, 658,000. Now, that's that's interesting to me because that means there's 658,000 people who realize that PMP certifications will help you get a, a job with a base, and, and looking at this, a base of $116,000, a base of $116,000. Why do those people know about it, and yet there's a lot of other people who don't have a clue that the PMP certification is something that they can get to pursue a non-technical job in IT, just helping do the project management, the budget, the schedule, helping the resources, helping them to just be able to do their jobs, just just helping the developers and coders and, and BAs and testers do their job. So th- that's just one example. You know, there's there's other certifications, security, security management certifications. Again, 
starting at $122,000. A certified auditor. Now, computer systems have to be audited. Um, again, one hundred thirteen thousand uh, dollars—that's a certification. Cisco, Cisco are the various routers. That's that's the hardware end of it. Uh, network associate and design professional of these various Cisco routers and and data centers. Um, again, both of those jobs start at one hundred five hundred seven thousand um, dollars. That's a certification. Now, this one—you'll you'll get a chuckle out of this. There is the Certified Ethical Hacker. You, you think I'm joking. It's called the CEH, Certified Ethical Hacker. Um, and that is $103,000 starting. And, and what that's all about is that they need people who can test the system and try to hack the system and let them know where they're vulnerable. So um, you get paid for trying to hack a system, but at the same time you're helping them test and, and find their vulnerable areas. There's a, a Six Sigma Green Belt helping people to improve their processes and reduce errors. There's the Citrix uh, Certified Professional. There's the IDLE uh, Foundation. Again, uh, $100,000. Well, the IDLE starts at $99,869,000. That's the base salary. So uh, I did say all these were over a hundred. i am sorry. I apologize. That one is $99,869,000 is the base salary. And then there's things like the uh, VMware Certified Professional Data Center uh, Virtualization uh, Certification, again, at $99,000. And then also Scrum Master. That's, again, a form of helping to manage and coach a team so that they can perform their job well. So it's not that you have to do the jobs. You just have to help manage them um, and, and help set up the right environment so that they can be completely productive. And then also there is also Amazon. Amazon Web Services is a certification too. Uh, so, again, this is just a list. My complete slide deck is available to you, and all you have to do is send me an email, technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Uh, tell, just send me an email and said you heard the show about the uh, tech job opportunities and career opportunities uh, for those without 40-year degrees um, or just looking for alternative uh, career opportunities. Just, just put that in the note that you heard the show, and I will send you my slide deck or in the link to the slide share on LinkedIn. There are uh, a lot of pieces, but we help pull it together for you so that you can become digitally literate and find that area where you can merge your passion and then pursue it. And by pursuing it, like we said, it doesn't have to take the next four years. We want to you to identify that job, um, get excited about that, and then put you on the fast track to getting that job, getting you connected. That's one of the things at Technology Expresso. We built a network, and we will share our network with you to help you get the connections. You just show us the, that you're willing to do the work, put the work ethic in, and we will um, support you 
um, on all fronts. So I just wanted to kind of first share the whole idea and the concept of the the new series that we're kicking off and the webinars and the seminars. Um, I want you to share them with other people, um, young, old, if it's your your kids, your kids' kids, your you know your grandkids, just share with them that there are some other opportunities out there, and that um, maybe you haven't in the past given IT a look, would never consider that IT is the career field for you. What I would say is, you pick the career field, and we'll help you connect the dots on how by leveraging IT you can start out, hit the ground running at 100K in that field. And not only will you be able to use that, you can leverage that to move to other places within the company. But just having that IT literacy will get you uh, noticed and get you opportunities and, and get you a seat at the table. Uh, because, again, IT is so much a part of business strategy anymore. So I hope you heard something that may have piqued your interest. Um, if you still have questions, again, uh, welcome the opportunity for you to connect with us. Um, I have I, I wasn't even able to cover everything in my slides. Uh, I've got another additional slide on other certifications that are up and coming, um, that are trending. So you'll get that as well in the packet. You'll get a recap of the, the various steps. I have some intro vocabulary words that everyone should know in regards to IT. So you'll get that as well in the, the pack. And then we also setting up quizzes. So as you learn, you can test yourself throughout our webinar series to show that you are making, uh, you're learning things, uh, you're learning the tech lingo, you're beginning to master the conversation, um, and then we have a, a checklist that helps get you from A to Z um, on how to go from finding that job that you want to go after, doing the steps you need to do, um, to you know closing the deal that this is all in in the packet that I've created and um just looking forward to getting that in your hands. But I will say my time is almost up for tonight. Um and I just want to give you uh just one more recap of how to connect with Technology Expresso. You've got the you've got us here on Blog Talk Radio, this is the Tech Espresso Cafe. Make sure and click the follow, and it will notify you when the next episode is scheduled. You can follow us on Twitter at Tech Espresso 247. You can follow us also on Facebook, Pinterest, uh, Storyfy at Tech Espresso, and also WordPress at Tech Espresso Cafe, and call us. Yes, we will return your phone call and or we will share your uh, comment or question on the show if it's relevant and that's what you'd like us to do. Just leave us a message and uh, we'll do that as well. The number is 855-484-6837. So 
that's uh, the information I wanted to share with you tonight. And I'd like you to uh, stay tuned. Glad to have this opportunity to share this with you. And I hope you are as excited as I am. So just stay tuned and remember one of the things we always say is listen, learn, leverage, launch. And right now I'd like you to listen to uh, some information about a upcoming conference this summer that is one of those great networking opportunities that I mentioned earlier. Stay tuned. BDPA is an international organization with a diverse membership of professionals and students at all levels in the fields of information technology, computer science, and related STEM fields. Members are actively engaged in serving the community through outreach and charting the future of the IT industry. The BDPA's model is advancing careers from the classroom to the boardroom. For the last 38 consecutive years, BDPA has held national conferences. This year's event will be held August 10th through the 13th at the West End Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Registration is now open. Visit BDPA.org to find out more about local chapters. BDPA has over 46 chapters across the United States and is always looking to launch new chapters. BDPA also has student information, technology education, and scholarship programs, and even a national high school computer competition program. Students have the opportunity to learn and explore potential careers in technology, as well as learning leadership skills to work well with the team. Students that participate in the computer competition can win college scholarships from major corporations looking for young talent. BDPA's National Conference also includes a career fair for job seekers. So mark those dates, August 10th through the 13th at the Westin Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Register early and pass it on. The technology industry will continue to have jobs and business opportunities. Technology skills and aptitude will be a must for all. Industries and tech-related skills will allow job seekers to demand higher salaries. If you are a minority serious about a career in IT and you are not a member of BDPA, you are not really serious about your future. So log on now to BDPA.org to get started. This episode is sponsored by and features B2Ttraining.com. B2T Training has trained and equipped almost 15,000 of the most successful and high-performing practitioners of business analysis since the year 2000. Our courses are developed and taught by the most respected and highest qualified experts in the industry. We know that transforming the way you and your team perform business analysis is not a one-size-fits-all approach. And we understand that your business analysis practice has unique problems and deserves a unique program offering. Using our holistic approach, we will identify the pain points that will result in the best opportunity for your team or organization to realize the change they're trying to achieve. Change begins with knowledge and skills. Our learning events also include ongoing enrichment and reflective activities that provide students the boost they need to sustain their learning and competency. In other words, we make it stick. 
Get your business analysis training from the most respected and highest qualified source of experts in the industry. Find out more about our public class offerings in various U.S. locations or call to speak with one of our training solution sales associates toll-free at 866-675-2125. Follow us on social media and visit www.b2ttraining.com. That's B, the number 2, T, training.com and see our full course outlines, blog, and free downloadable resources. We get it. We'll help you get it too. You have been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. For a full list of our podcasts, social media handles, and upcoming shows, visit our web portal at www.technologyexpresso.com. Join our text club and get monthly alerts of upcoming events and initiatives. Text the phrase full steam ahead to 41411. Financial support and donations of any denominations are welcome. Your contributions help us sustain and reach undeserved communities who benefit from the many programs, role models, and technologists that we showcase. Thanks to our sponsors, partners, and thank you, our listeners. And remember, we encourage you to listen, learn, Leverage. Launch.